0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to The Crusher. I'm your host, Josh Brewster, and today I'm here with an old friend, Sherry Goodman. She is with Act for America, and Sherry appeared on a show that I co-hosted a number of years ago uh, with none other than Ben Shapiro, and I was so impressed with Sherry that when I ventured off into pop culture and politics, I said, Sherry is a person I need to talk to. So Sherry, thank you for joining
1: me on The Crusher today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. All right.
0: Let's, uh, Sherry, let's get right into it with regard to the election. I want to talk yeah. about some some various headlines, and then we're going to get to Israel a little bit later. But I want to sure. get through some all-American issues, yeah. because this country is coming apart at the seams. Sure, that's um, and so let's, let's start with the upcoming election. I'm going to ask you flat out, who can topple Joe Biden? And do you think that there is one of the remaining Republicans who would do a better job of toppling Joe Biden uh, than the other?
1: OK. First of all, for me, the question is not who can topple Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden could win running for dog catcher. So it, it, that's just not an issue for me. The, the issue for me is who can win and will represent we the people. And there's only one man right now that's running that can represent we the people, and that's President Trump. He has a historical record to prove it. It's a record with low inflation, no unemployment, a relatively closed border, much support for the state of Israel, as well as for freedom everywhere. And under his leadership, the world was safe. There were no endless wars as there are right now.
0: So let me ask you this. And this is what's sticking in my mind now. You know, Sherry, it's interesting. I'm I'm a second thoughts conservative. I grew up Democrat. I was raised by Kennedy Democrats. And I am a big believer, Sherry, that the party has been hollowed out uh, by the far left. Okay. I don't think that's a stretch. Okay. So I come to libertarianism maybe 25, 30 years ago. Okay. Now, Uh, I'm going to ask you this question, because I'm a firm believer that the center elects the president, not the people who are always going to vote for Republicans, not the people who are always going to vote for Democrats. Do you think, if you think it's Trump, which obviously is so far ahead in his party, do you think the center will go for him?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Why Why would they not? Why would they not want peace in the world? which he has achieved? Why would they not want low unemployment? Why would they not want no inflation? Uh, why would they not want the border closed? These are questions that people are asking themselves and they, and when they ask themselves that question, they're wondering who can deliver on that?
0: Well, then here's the question for you. Uh, I, I see how the mainstream media stumps for Biden. I'm sorry folks, you know they point at Fox all day for being conservative, but the 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 worst conceit is when they think that the mainstream media is objective. That's what bothers me. If 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 CNN would just come out and say, "Look, we're on the left. That's what we are." I could handle that, but but what I'm concerned is I often don't see the coverage of the border on uh, on mainstream media. I don't right. see a lot of things on mainstream media. And I'm wondering, does half the country even know uh, how yeah. wrong some of these things are?
1: No, they, they, they probably don't. But when you're talking about the media, you have to understand that I think it's six corporations that own 90% of the media. So we're never, ever going to have a a non-biased fair reporting from the media uh but in spite of that look at that in spite of that look at all of the support that president trump gets he has been persecuted for the last seven years by the media and yet his numbers are amazing
0: yep well i'll tell you what you know we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into some things that he's facing Which, they scare me, Sherry, because uh, we're going to get into this uh, pulling him off the ballot. Uh, He petitioned the Supreme Court. Yes. We also can talk about these prosecutions. Uh, Before we get into that, though, I have to pause and say, Sherry, one thing that's bothering me is I don't think that people really understand the Soviet level of um, activity that's mm-hmm. going on. I mean, go beat him at the ballot box. If you don't like Trump, go beat him at the ballot box. You want to throw him in prison? You want to take yeah. him off the ballot? This is this is Soviet style stuff. And yes. I, I can't, I, Sherry, I, I can't believe that we're living through this. Yes. I can't believe it.
1: Yes. Well... The country that we once knew no longer exists. At this point, we're trying to regain the republic we once had because the republic is gone. All of our institutions have been hijacked. It's a matter of trying to gain it back.
0: What do you think of this Supreme Court situation? They're obviously going to have to take up this insane Colorado decision, which would follow, or, and and the main decision, evidently Illinois, and God knows how many other states are going to try to pull them off the ballot because they they think that this is their place. And Sherry, I think it's possible that it would be a nine nothing victory for Trump at the Supreme Court, and they'll say you can't you can't do this.
1: Yes, it's well, it's unconstitutional they have there's no other way for them to rule and still remain within the framework of the law. Do you
0: think that what this is coming down to is uh, an an effort to delegitimize the Supreme Court itself, that there's something bigger at hand here?
1: yeah, I you know I, I don't know about that. i It's not something that has crossed my mind. Yeah. they certainly try to delegitimize the conservative. Uh, judges who sit on the court, but to actually delegitimize the, the entire court, I, I don't know. But, you know, at this point, the country's not run constitutionally. It hasn't been in a long time. And when we talk about uh, who will win, will it be a Republican or will it be a Democrat? At this point, we're really beyond Democrat and Republican. The next election is between freedom and and Marxism, Communism, Socialism. Yeah,
0: that's that's, you're you're hitting on something here. First of all, let me I want to get to that. But as it says in Trump's brief, Mm -hmm. quote, in the context of the history of violent American political protests, January 6th was not insurrection and thus no justification, et cetera. The brief goes on and argues Mm -hmm. Uh, it also points out that Trump used the word peaceful several times in his public statements. Uh, And it's almost a year or it's almost three years, today is the fourth that we're recording this. You know, I've hit on this topic, and you just brought it up. I try to tell people, and I wonder, Sherry, I think I'll be 50 years into the grave by the time people figure this out, and that is that you're dealing with an issue of uh, cultural Marxism versus versus Americanism. Mm -hmm. And the whole Democrat versus Republican thing it's just becoming a thing of the past. And yes. I think it will take many decades for people to really get that you're talking about one of the two major parties hollowed out yes. by hardcore leftists. Yes. And, you know, I meet Democrats all the time who they, just, mm-hmm. they don't believe this lunacy, but they can't put their finger on it. They're not mm-hmm. thinking about it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And when you say Marxism, they say, oh, you're a McCarthyite. I'm not a McCarthyite. I'm mm-hmm. trying to tell you. When you hear oppressed versus oppressor, oppressor versus victim, this is Marxism. Yes. What
1: are yes, your thoughts is.
0: on that? It's a paradigm well, we,
1: shift. We, we are going through a cultural revolution. It's a color revolution. And uh, it's been going on for a very, very long time. And through this, they have been able to, they've hijacked all of our institutions, from our universities to our to our elementary schools, wokeism, uh the curriculums, uh, the DOJ, I mean, our elections, you look at it, it, it's people know. People are not stupid. They may not know the specifics, but they know there's something that is not right. They know that they're not living in the America that they once lived in. The homelessness that we see in blue cities throughout the country, and you don't see it in red states, you don't see it in red cities, is because there is a movement. To usher in government dependency and to create yes. a class that er- that is is uh, where there is no longer a middle class. And in California, they pretty much erase the middle class.
0: Well, well, look, you can only punish people for working for a living for so long before they wise up and they say, "I can't take it anymore." But yes. you know, it's interesting. You 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 bring this up um, as far as the homeless go. Uh, you know, we we there are people on, especially on the Democratic side of the aisle, they want to make speeches about mental health all yes. day long. But when it comes to picking someone up off the ground and, and out of these tents, yes. they can't do it. And they also, Sherry, they also can't. They want us to believe this nonsense, and Newsom is one of the people. He wants us to believe this nonsense, that the homeless situation is single moms who go off to a job every day and can't afford to live, and it's them and their kids. It's not. I'll take you to any encampment you want. You can tell me who's there. It's people who want want to do methamphetamine, fentanyl, drink, God knows whatever other drugs. This is a mental health crisis, and, and 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 they don't have the stomach to build mental hospitals, mm-hmm. but we spend, but we spend billions. We mm-hmm. spend billions.
1: This is by design. This is, design. This is, part, this of is the, part of the the color revolution, and that is to create to bring this country down to its knees, culturally, economically, politically, and we're seeing the destruction of the United States as we once knew it.
0: Well, speaking of destruction, uh, California, where we happen to be sitting yeah. right now, is expanding health care coverage for low income. I love they use the word immigrant. They never use the word illegal. They yeah. use the word migrant or immigrant. And and look, I'm all about immigrants. I know a lot of immigrants who come here, personally I'm legally. Fine, my I, please, <laughs> my yeah. my whole family, immigrants, fine. But it's never it's never illegals, and they're always migrants. Okay. Kevin Newsom, more than 700,000 immigrants, illegal immigrants, living mm-hmm. illegally in California, will gain access to free health care, free meaning I will work yeah. for a living and I will pay for it for you. Right. While I pay for it for me, I pay more so that you can have it because yes. you're in the country illegally yes. and therefore you're a victim and I'm your oppressor. So the yeah. state will cost us $3.1 billion per year. Some people talk about the state having a deficit. That's not even the issue with me. I find this so morally reprehensible. I don't care if we have a surplus of $100 billion.
1: Well, it is. Again, but then this, again, is a design. Uh, This is not stupidity on the leadership part. They know that if they create this in the state of California, where do you think all of the illegals from other states are going to go? They're going to get free health care in California. More illegals. for.
0: California, more Democrat voters. Yeah, and no ID to vote, so that no. you know. So, so let's move on to that, which is um, U.S. border officials. This is from CBS. The last one I just read you was from the Associated Press, but this is CBS. U.S. border officials on track to process over three hundred thousand. Migrants or illegals yeah. in December. That's three hundred thousand in a month, uh, the highest monthly tally on record. Yes. It's an extraordinary number, but you know every day is a new extraordinary number. And uh, no ID to vote. And yeah. you know Myarcus blames Greg Abbott. God knows why. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is I have. This is so insane, Sherry. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Then I'm gonna shut up, and you can take it from here. Until you drop off the illegals mm-hmm. in. Shaker Heights, Ohio, Amherst, New York, Gross mm-hmm. Point, Michigan, Northbrook, Illinois, Fairfax, Virginia, Hilton Head, South Carolina, Dunwoody, Georgia. Do you see what I'm getting at? You yes. drop them off in all the nicest suburbs like a thousand mm-hmm. every Tuesday morning. Yes. Maybe people get it. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, then. Because they, they don't have... get it. If they yeah. don't
0: live near the border like we do, they don't get it, Sherry. Yeah.
1: They, again, this is not happening in a vacuum. This is all part of a larger plan by design, by the Biden-Obama deep state administration that's taken a hold of this country. And that is to bring this country to its knees because that's exactly what it's doing. It's bringing this country to its knees by creating an underclass. And it is a population transfer. A country that has no borders is not a sovereign country our sovereignty was destroyed years ago.
0: And this and this is oh by the way this is the third rail where your point earlier about we we're talking about americanism versus marxism. Yes. This is the third rail where mm-hmm. no matter whether you're democrat or republican uh, this this is this is the one that exposes it uh, to, to you. No country would put up with this.
1: Yes, and yes. And this is
0: utterly insane. and, no. and, and
1: But I believe you know. this is a, this is a larger globalist plan that's enacted by the United Nations and the European Union and the World Economic Forum and the United States under the leadership of the Democratic Party and a leadership that 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 they've stolen. They've stolen uh, by stealing our last election is taking their directions from them. I believe this is all part of you in Agenda 30.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, the um, there's a lot of folks who are of a conspiratorial mindset that I don't agree with, who have talked about New World Order and things like this over the last 30 or 40 years. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, I will tell you this. When I hear someone from the World Economic Forum say, and they said this, not me, you will own nothing and like it.
1: You will be happy. Uh, you, will be happy. Yeah,
0: you will be happy. You will Was own it? nothing yeah, you'll be happy.
1: and you will be ha- happy. That's yeah. Klaus Schwab, And it's not yep. a conspiracy theory. There's nothing he's conspiratorial about it. He's, he's on record.
0: So there's your point. Do you think, that a Democratic, a John F. Kennedy Democratic Party would have gone along with this bullshit. No. Let's because, stop and think about this. Yeah. This is how things have changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I try to say this to, to folks all the time. You know, this ain't the party of JFK anymore. They wouldn't go yeah. along with this no. open border madness, right? No,
1: no. But I think by doing by doing a lot of research when I write articles, I do research. I really noticed that both sides of the aisle have been bought by the globalists. And the danger within this country is that it could, it, it, it lends itself to corruption because he who, he who has the money can buy legislators, they can hire lobbyists, and therefore we, the people, are not ruling ourselves. It's supposed to be a government by the people and for the people, but it's really become a government by the oligarchy for the oligarchy. Because the well, leadership of the GOP is, is bought up as well. It's not just the Democrats. The Democratic Party has been bought up in its entirety. We still have holdouts in the GOP, but if you look at people like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and um uh, some of the others I can't that I can't offhand think of, but it, 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 they're they're there. They've been bought.
0: Well, then you know what's interesting is uh, people dismiss the uh, talk about folks like George Soros. They dismiss it yes. as no. conspiratorial. It's not. This man not. is funding. He's funding. Mm-hmm. Insurrection, he's funding insurrection, he's funding things like Antifa, he's he's funding all kinds of things around the world, right? And and um, it's it's a bad situation. The his impact is real, don't you think?
1: It's it's very real. I think he did an interview once where he said he would like to, someone asked him if he believed in God, and he said something along the lines, I believe that I can be God. And I think he's playing God because well, he doesn't believe I, in God.
0: Well, you know, look one of the one of the crimes of our mainstream media is to dismiss concern about the district attorneys who he is he has tried to yes. put into place. Yes. Okay, uh, Sherry. In our last segment here, I want to talk about uh, Israel because we can't get away from this. Yeah. You and I don't. Okay. Well, let's let's start here. You and I don't live very far from Thousand Oaks. And um, this Jewish man uh, died after being assaulted by a pro-Palestinian demonstrator. And, uh, hey, what do you know, Sherry? Uh, This is not a hate crime.
1: Yeah. It would be a hate
0: crime if it was any other minority, but it's it's not a hate
1: crime. Sure, of course. Yeah. So It's it's very
0: tragic.
1: it's, It's very tragic, but not surprising because I believe that the Muslim Brotherhood is very infiltrated within our government and has... A, they play, they have a lot of influence within local and state governments and law enforcement.
0: But here's the thing, Sherry. I don't think a lot of people know what the Muslim Brotherhood is. They don't understand right. that the pop- Popular mm-hmm. Front for the Liberation of Palestine, the PLO, Al Qaeda, ISIS, mm-hmm. all of this, it dates back to 1928. This is not something that we educate our kids about. And no. uh, and I think that there is such a gulf, such a terrible gulf of misunderstanding when you say the words Muslim Brotherhood. Yes. They think, oh, she said Islamophobe. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Well,
1: actually. Because I, I,
0: I can introduce you to moderate Muslims who would tell you that the problem yeah. is the Muslim Brotherhood. Okay, yeah. I true. can introduce you to Muslims who would tell you that
1: the term muslim, the term islamophobe was actually created by the muslim brotherhood to dis, to detract of any negativity towards them so um if anyone were to actually follow the muslim brotherhood they and read the history of the Muslim Brotherhood and their and and today and the framework that they operate within today's times, they should be afraid of the Muslim Brotherhood as well as if you read the Quran, you should be very afraid. Arts,
0: and let's talk about what's happening in the United States of America. Um, <laughs> you, we we can't get away from the university issue. Uh, I am not surprised by the can of worms. Of anti-Semitism that has been has been opened uh, on our university campuses. And um I wanted to get your thoughts on that.
1: Yes. Well, I warned about what could happen to the Jewish community here in the United States years ago when I saw the influx of Muslims coming into the United States, because their their Bible, the Quran instructs muslims to slay the unbelievers to not take them as friends i thought they posed a great threat especially to the jewish community there they they are uh, they don't like the infidels but there's a special hatred for jews because when mohammed fled to medina there were three jewish tribes known as the khariza He befriended the Cariza, and they thought if they supported him with fine financially, he may leave them alone. Once he really came into power and had a following, he killed, he beheaded the nine hundred men of the three Jewish tribes that lived there. Took the women as sex slaves and took the children into captivity because they they clung to their Judaism. And they refused to subscribe to whatever he was selling.
0: Well, Sherry, let's let's jump ahead to today, because uh, you would have to recognize, I think, that you know, if you have if you have countries, you have the Abraham Accords. You also have an accord with Egypt in the late nineteen seventies, and you have in yes. the in early to mid nineties, you have Jordan normalizing. Yes. So when we just talk about, we're, you're talking about a billion people or whatever it is. It, not everyone is on board with, let's go slaughter the Jews. Yes. So there are countries that are willing to normalize.
1: Yes.
0: But but let's talk about, the, on our university campuses now, uh, this was not a surprise to me. It, no. And I, it, I would assume it, it's not a surprise to you.
1: No, there was a a reason Qatar and some of the other uh, Arabic countries donated billions of dollars, I mean, really billions, to the universities. They bought the universities, and there should have been a law passed by Congress. And it's not too late. Well, maybe it is too late, but Congress can still do this. And that is to ban universities from accepting foreign donations, because basically what they're doing is they are buying our future.
0: No, listen, I, I think that when you look at the level of bias, it's just its just utterly insane. And I did a podcast last night that's out. You may have seen it uh, with a woman who works. She founded the Deborah Project, and she's taking legal action. I believe it is time for the Jews in this country to assert themselves on a civil rights basis, Sherry, because it, other minorities would not be treated, would not be harassed on campus no, the way the no. Jews have been and elsewhere, it just wouldn't be acceptable. And we need to fight, not write letters to the editor. It's time to uh, stand up and fight.
1: Well, our universities have become jihadist Marxist training centers. That needs to end. I don't know how to do it. I think the Jewish community, especially the organized Jewish community, has done very little to combat uh, the anti-Semitism that we've seen growing for the last, I've seen it for the last 15 years.
0: Um Yeah, I, I look. I agree with you, Sherry, and and I I'm not happy with a lot of the major Jewish organizations because I don't think that they quite understand how gravely serious this is. And being in America no. is not going to say is not going to save you. You know the, the, the our, our brothers and sisters. We've done a lousy job uh, educating our our young Jewish people. By the way, Uh are yes. the Jews who are six thousand miles from here who have to pay the price. For being Jewish, every single day, they right. get it. And right. even if you talk to Israel, even if you talk to Israeli liberals, they get it. They right. know what it means for missiles to fly in. But yeah. let's finish with this because we're going to finish with this. Yes. Well, Jewish women are raped. Mm-hmm. Dead bodies dragged through the streets. Yes. Taken hostage. Well, where are the feminists?
1: <laughs> the feminist movement has always been it was set up to be an arm of the left. So, therefore, I I never expected them to support any Jewish women or, or conservative women or Christian women.
0: Look, equity feminism, where you want women to be equals, my goodness, who the heck wouldn't support that? But this, this uh, you're, as you described, this selective uh, left feminism, I mean, Michelle Obama was offered an opportunity. Wouldn't you like to say something about these yeah. young yeah. women who were taken hostage?
1: Silence. The silence
0: is deafening, and the silence is a message.
1: Yes, yes. It was always a phony uh, movement that had no real value. It it was a fraudulent movement. The left has, has always operated by divide and conquer, and in order to divide and conquer, you have to classify people into various groups and have those groups go against each other, blacks against whites, Jews against Christians, or Muslims against uh, Jews and Christians,
0: uh, female yeah. against males. Yeah. Uh, Sherry, I'm going to finish with this. I, I firmly sure. believe that this country that this country closed the chapter uh, upon Dr. Martin Luther King's death. It yes. closed the chapter. Yes. And now we have chosen equity over equality. Yes. We were supposed to be equals. We mm-hmm. have rejected colorblindness, and we have rejected Martin Luther King's message. I, I believe yeah. it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I believe and, that.
0: And that's an American tragedy. I don't know if we recover from that.
1: You know, you have to have hope. And we have to try. Yeah. Never, ever give up.
0: Sherry, I'll finish on that, folks. Never, ever give up. Uh, Sherry, you're patriotic patriotic American, and uh, it's great to see you, and I appreciate you joining me on The Crusher today.
1: Thank you, Josh. It was a pleasure.